What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This woman has information that she knows for 100% fact somebody else can go make five to $10,000 a month with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of teaching her skill set to other people that want to know how to do that, and as a and with what she knows how to do, you're working on your own hours and your own schedule too. So you got a lot, you're getting your time back too, creating your own schedule. She's up here talking about, well, yeah, I was thinking about uh, starting a business that has a, uh, uh, I create gift baskets and send them send the gift baskets out to people, and then I was thinking about starting up a coffee shop. And then this, and I'm like, why do everybody, why does everybody think of stuff outside of what they already know how to do when they're thinking about starting a business? Mm. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, listen eight figure me. entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, peep this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all Crazy, y'all. Y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do is get in the room. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I am your host. Asking CEO, and let's give let's give a round of applause on the other end for the voice of God. Hey, let's give a round of applause. Why are we giving the voice of God a round of applause? Because the voice of God started to create content finally. <laughs> so do a shameless plug, man. You just dropped your podcast. What's the name of the podcast? Hey, man, Wood the World Podcast. We four episodes in, fifth episode dropping tomorrow. You can find it on Wood the World TV. That's the channel. You know, we talking about self-improvement personally and professionally on the pod, man. Y'all, y'all tapping. Will the World Podcast. Check it out. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Yes, sir. Apple Podcasts. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Visually on YouTube. Everybody. At Will the World TV. That's uh-huh. the channel. Yep. Will the World TV. Will the World TV. Yes, I'm glad of that because I was like, man, this dude going to mess around, shoot 100 episodes and never release them. <laughs> nah. Hell no. Nah, but we Look, as soon, soon as we done with this part, I'm pardoning for the one that's dropping tomorrow. Tomorrow going to be the first one that's really like on some like educational how-to stuff versus, you know, what we've been on lately, like the introspective tip. Yeah, because I'm like, I wonder where he going with this. Because I haven't tuned into episode yet, but off the clips, I'm like, all right, what is? Yeah, 
Where where my man going with this? Because this is some <laughs> some deep introspective personal. And I was like, man, I ain't gonna tell my man on what not to do. But I I think I've already maybe gave you my opinion on something that you were doing. And then once I see, saw some clips, I was going to call you and be like, hey, man, I don't know if you want to start like a relationship. Oh, podcast. yeah, no, no, look, I'm I'm very cognizant of that because, you know, it's funny. Uh, the last episode, Viv started, you know how, you know how Viv would get on the phone and take it as an opportunity. <laughs> to yeah. like, and then in, in the middle of her doing it, I say, nah, we're going to get back to this because this ain't what that's for. Like, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm saying like I'm not a I'm not opposed to that, but I just y'all y'all newly married and I'm like, I don't know if you wanna start a podcast giving in talking about all the depths and in and outs of y'all's relationship and y'all just starting. Yeah. Like or that could be cool if you wanna go that route, but I just I'm just a little I'm just a little more private. I don't want people yeah. in my business. Yeah, now some some stuff I don't mind, like you know, like that's kind of surface level in the grand scheme of things. And one of the reasons why I've been starting off with such like an introspective take on stuff is kind of like to, in my mind, build a trust element to it. I get that, but I, I guess I'm saying you mess around. It don't take much for something to go viral. You mess around and post a clip or post a something or episode go viral, and it's the relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they come back for the next one and the next one and the next one, and it it ain't no relationship stuff. Right, right. They right. might be like, oh, I, I didn't. I ain't signed up for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why even with my joint, like. That's why I ain't had no guests or nothing yet. Cause I'm like, I don't want I don't want to have a guest dependent joint. Like right. when people come into this, they come in, they come in to listen to me. Right. And then when it gets when it gets hot, 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 I'm gonna have a whole catalog of all these they're gonna be like, Man, this dude dropping this dude dropping gems. Mm-hmm. What he got he got this many more episodes? Yeah. But, yeah. All right, cool. Cause I was just like, man, hey, just off the clips, like I said, I haven't, I haven't took aside the time to to check out a full episode yet. But I was like, man, what they, <laughs> they about they letting people into their house? Okay, <laughs> welcome in the world into their household. Yeah, now nah, even uh, like that was even the last joint that I even posted on the clip with Viv was like, like she kicked the pod off with some relationship stuff. Soon as the episode was over, like I, I humored it during, but soon as the episode was over, I was like, babe, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna make it this. You know what I'm saying? But what do you expect it to be if you have your wife on the show with you? What are y'all gonna talk about except for relationship stuff? Well, the idea of so I was taking the or I am taking the like Shan's approach where, you know. Outside of the morning meetup, he he either having a guest on or Donnie, and and the reason for that, like Viv is like a offering up a different perspective on stuff. Cause I'm still gonna have pods where it's just me, but then she'll yeah. she'll be on. You know what I'm saying? Either once a week or once every other week. Cause I'm gonna drop like three of them joints a week. But that's what I'm saying. What are y'all gonna talk <laughs> about outside of relationship stuff? So you use David Shanzen as, as an example. Donnie's his best friend, not his wife. Right, right, right. 
So if you saying first episode, she kicked it off talking about relationship stuff. What do you think y'all going to sit there and talk about for 30 minutes to an hour on camera outside of relationship stuff with your wife? Well, I know. I think, I think we could, I think there are things that we could talk about. Um, like the first episode, so the last episode, she kicked it off with some relationship stuff because she was irritated before I hit record. But the first episode... But she's going to be irritated with you a lot. She is irritated with you a lot. You think it's going to be the first time she's irritated with you? But this, this but now, you, you are ir- you are irritating. <laughs> but look, this the this the beauty of it. It don't have to be aired. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm, uh, <laughs> all I'm saying, bro. I I'm saying not to do nothing. I never tell nobody not. To. I just just be just, yeah. Just be mindful. Yeah, yeah, the, sure. the relationship stuff, bro. Because the internet's a cool place, but the internet is also a mean place. Yeah, yeah. I I know both sides of it well, mm-hmm. as you may know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But man, I I had a I had a frustrating day, and it was like with like with some of. That stuff, I'm like, I was like, man, I'm just glad you put something out because I was like, man, you're going to be the type of dude to just make all this stuff and never put <laughs> put none of it out. Man, you know how many conversations I've had today of <laughs> how many conversations I've had today of people that have all the tools to do something mm-hmm. to really like instantly change their life in like 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. And they just won't do it. They just won't do it. And I'm like, what is wrong? Like, what what is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm sitting there telling people, yeah, I know. Man, I know. You told it. You're not the first person to tell me this either. This guy told me this. Like, one, this one particular um, woman I was talking to, she works with, I, I got her to start changing her, her words that she uses. She said she works for mm-hmm. some some high level entrepreneurs or some people that you may even know in the uh in the social media space. Yeah. She does some work for them. I was like, you don't do the work, you don't work for them, you work with them. Right. Because they won't be able to do a lot of the things that they do without you. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her how that that could be a, a product for her. It's taking her skill set as a um she basically does like virtual assistant tasks for certain people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know virtual assistant. Like, you know, I outsource a lot of my virtual assistants. Like, uh, when I say outsource, I mean like out the country. Like, right. being in the Philippines, Latin America, stuff like that. But a lot of people don't know a virtual assistant. Like, say if you're a U.S. man, you could, e- you could easily make five figures a month. Mm-hmm. Like, you could, you could make five seven eight thousand dollars like depending on what your value is that you bring to this person mm-hmm. so i'm asking her i'm like is it realistic for this person for somebody to make five to ten thousand dollars a month with the information that you have she's like oh no doubt I'm like well then <laughs> <laughs> well then what are the what are you talking about though you have i'm like you have this woman has information that she knows for a hundred percent fact somebody else can go make five to ten thousand dollars a month with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of teaching her skill set to other people that want to know how to do that, and as a and 
with what she knows how to do, you're working on your own hours and your own schedule too. So you got a lot, you're getting your time back too, creating your own schedule. She's up here talking about, well, yeah, I was thinking about uh, starting a business that has, uh, uh, I create gift baskets and send them, send the gift baskets out to people. And then I was thinking about starting up a coffee shop. And then this, and I'm like, why do everybody, why does everybody think of stuff outside of what they already know how to do mm. when they're thinking about starting a business? Mm. You already, you know something that'll go make somebody five to $10,000 a month. You want to make, you want to weave gift baskets and right. put the stuff in. I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, I just don't get it. And I'm like, you're talking to me. You're talking to me for a reason. That's one. This is why I got on this shirt. What does this shirt say? It says, "I'm ignoring you. I don't care. I'm not listening, or all of the above." <laughs> well, you got that from Spencer's. <laughs> why reach out to me for my for my for my opinion and for me to give you my knowledge about something that I've made seven figures with? You made zero with it. I'm sitting there and telling you, you you have something that within the next 30 to 90 days, you could be making at least twenty five dollars to $50,000 a month. Easy, light work. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to say, well, I got, yeah, I know, I know I know, I have all this information, but I want to go start a gift basket <laughs> company where if you want to give somebody a gift, you come to my website and we'll deliver the gift for you. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why? Why? Uh, I don't. I wonder if it's like, um, if it's like for like familiarity with the idea of certain businesses, and you know, and people. You, not, she has no familiarity with with no, no, everything no, not, else she mentioned. No, no, no. I'm not saying like the actual business. I'm saying like the idea of starting a business has to look like X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I would say that if she did not work with other people in the space already. Right, 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 right. right, right. And everybody that she works with in the space is telling her the same thing. Mm-hmm. So then she gets on she gets on my line today and I'm telling her the same thing. She's like, you know what? That makes sense because blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah that I mentioned that I told you I work with, they said the same thing. And I'm like, okay. She's like, but you're making this, you're making it make a lot more sense. I'm like, well, you're gonna, you're gonna continuously hear the same thing from the people that are successful at doing it because mm-hmm. it is the same thing. Like the right. formula don't, the formula is pretty much the same. Whereas, you know, somebody might put a little nutmeg on it, somebody else might use cinnamon. Mm-hmm. But the, but the formula is the same, bro. Yeah, yeah. And. And she was like, yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm taking this one course right now from a life coach, um, you know, teaching us how to be life coaches. So I'm like, okay, you know how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know how to make five to $10,000 doing this. You are making five to $10,000 a month doing this. This is your business right here. Mm-hmm. And you have a proof of concept from information that you've gotten from other people in your circle and from myself that are doing it. Oh, this is an easy scale up. <laughs> like yeah, easy. Yeah. And now you don't mention to me in one conversation, basket gift creating gift baskets and sending the gift baskets to people. I know somebody who does that. A too. brick a brick and mortar coffee shop doesn't drink coffee. 
<laughs> uh, uh, she said something about event spaces and life coach. She told me she has no knowledge of any of the four things. <laughs> but she knows how to make, she knows how to make five to six figures. I mean, she knows how to make, um, she knows how to make five to $10,000 a month on this. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking of everything else outside of that. the thing that you know how to do. And, and you I, said your friend, what'd you I, say? I was about to say, I can't even say it's passion either because she don't drink coffee. Yeah, because I said I said because I was telling her the I was telling her the the pros and cons of everything because you know like I said I'll never tell somebody not to do something right like like I said it's it's your vision I don't got to see it mm-hmm. but if you see it cool go go with it but the whole point of the conversation we were having you are asking for my tutelage on on stuff so with my experience I'm gonna tell you what I think about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you want to sit there and make gift baskets for people. You just say, yo, you got a friend that does that. Are they making great money at it? Uh, She, I, I don't know what great is, but I know she's been doing it for a while and making money, but I don't, I don't know how much, but she definitely, but that's only, that's only a part of it. That ain't like her, her full thing. Like she got purses and gift back. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she makes yeah. she makes the majority of her money with with like corporate people like who want to do something for the office and stuff. So I can get that, but I don't. I just don't see that being like a. Not saying you can't scale it, but when people do want that stuff, it, it's just like if I want to make a, if I want to make a, a a software that mm-hmm. finds real estate properties. It's probably going to be difficult for me to do that because PropStream got the games mm. sold up. Mm. Like, not saying that I can't do it, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So it's like if if I wanted to send a gift bag to somebody, I'm probably just going to hop on Google real quick and just find some. Like, there's probably people that's already established in the game that's doing it at scale. Mm-hmm. So Why? And then it's a service-based business. Services, service-based business are very, very difficult to scale because you always start off as doing everything yourself. So she's going to be making the baskets and stuff. She's going to be mailing them out. All that stuff is time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how much you going to sell a gift basket for? At most, depending on what's in it, 100 bucks? Man. 50 yeah, the, bucks? The real, the real expensive ones would be, like, two. But on average, yeah, you're looking at like a hundred, ninety. If like if that, if yeah. I send somebody a gift basket, if I send somebody a gift basket, then it ain't gonna be no hundred dollar gift basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I would send like that is, uh, and it wasn't even the gift baskets. I think I spent bought some flowers last week. Mm. But that wasn't like a, a basket or whatever. But say somebody wants our flower company, I just want the flowers.com or 1 800 flowers. I just typed in flowers, flowers. It, it popped up. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't want to start a flower <laughs> delivery business. Like what is the margins on it? Yeah. Two, the coffee shop. Or how I know she doesn't drink coffee. I was saying, I've, I've never had coffee a day in my life. I've never had it before. She's like, you know what? I don't drink coffee either. It was just an idea. I'm like, okay. You want to start a coffee shop? 
what is this what are the margins on on selling coffee to people like from what i hear starbucks coffee from coffee drinkers they say it's ridiculously priced for coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Well, so so I I know this from talking to my homeboy who was about to he was about to buy into a business, but like like coffee is one of the most lucrative businesses if you if you can get your foot in the door. But like you said, it's like but you about, starting off by your with exactly. yourself. That's and I, that's why I said this, I'm speaking about margin. So if you could buy into a coffee business, then you killing it because coffee is ridiculously cheap and it's, that's why starbucks making so much money but if i know it's, it's ridiculously cheap but starbucks from what mm-hmm. i hear they're charging a, a yeah 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 a premium price for their coffee too yeah, but i'm like sure. she most likely she won't be able to charge the same price as starbucks is charging yeah because because she want to just start her own shop yeah and this is mm-hmm. and this is brick and mortar yeah <laughs> brick and mortar so i'm like okay with well, brick and mortar let's take coffee out of it Brick and mortar is dependent on location. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why a lot of people fail with their whatever brick and mortar business that they have. They just go get a building somewhere. Mm-hmm. How much foot traffic is that location getting? How much car traffic is that location getting? And then it don't even matter that what percentage of those people on the daily are going to stop and go into your building. Right. And then out of that, what percentage of those people are going to go into your building and buy something? And most people, they don't market their brick and mortar business anyways. They just put it right there and hope people stop by it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is the... Yeah. Then yeah. then you got the overhead costs of, of, of leasing it, mm-hmm. uh, all, the, all the utilities, insurance, the product, staff. Yeah, overhead crazy. HR. Uh, like what? It, yeah. I'm like, come on, man! I'm telling you something that you can start doing right now and start making twenty to fifty thousand in like thirty to ninety days. Yeah, with with just you. Yeah, and maybe a maybe a virtual assistant that you paying a few bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, barely. Then she said. Then she said the event space. Same as that thing. Overhead, you got to have the funds to to secure the event space. And then the same with all the utilities, insurance, uh, stuff that's going to be used for setup in there, Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. uh, renovations to the spot to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why does everybody think of, of stuff outside of what it is that they know how to do? I, I just I just don't get it. And that's the majority of people. Like I get messages every single day of people like, you know, I got this I got this business idea. I'm like, some sometimes I I give them some give them some coaching and damn near like 90 something percent of the time, bro, they'll have a skill set at this or knowledge at this, but want to start something that they have absolutely no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, for what? For what? When they got a proof of concept of making money in this thing too, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's like um, maybe it's exposure too. Like maybe they can't, or I ain't gonna say can't. They haven't 
associated the fact that what they've been doing that makes X amount of dollars could actually make them 10x that amount. And I could I can see you saying that about most people, but this this lady is in yeah. is around people that yeah. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. And I'm like, it, and then I started to question her. No, I started to question them, the people that she said that she works with. Because mm. I'm like, you couldn't work with, you couldn't work around me. Because you'd be bullshit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Why they keep you around? Man. Well, I know why they keep her around. Because she benefits them. Mm. But I'm like, I can't. That would just frustrate me to the point I'm like, I can find somebody else to do what you do for me. Right. Why and why you not why you just building my stuff and not building your stuff? I, I don't want I don't want to work nobody. I even tell my I even tell my virtual assistants this. Like I don't want you to just work for me. Like what do you want to do? Bro, so we can I, help so we can help each other. Bro, we the same way, bro. Same conversations here, bro. Same conversation. Yeah, I want you to just be building my dream and 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 you don't have like help me help help me and let me help you mm-hmm. at the same time. I want all of my business relationships to be like that. This ain't just about building up ass and CEO. It's crowded at the top. This is about building everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A rising tide lifts all ships. Like, <laughs> let's go to the top. Right. But you gotta let me know what you want to. So if if anybody wants to work, like I said, nobody works for me. They all work with me. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell me what your goals are, you can't tell me what your dreams are. You can't. You can't. You can't hop on this shit and help me build my dream. I don't want nobody that ain't got a dream helping me build mine. Hmm. Like nah, yeah. Yeah, it's real. That's everybody. That's even. That's even my. Uh, my guy that runs my ads, use him for an example. He used to work for it. He used to work for another ad agency. He started running my ad. He now has an ad agency. I'm like, bro, you can do this, <laughs> do this yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you build up your stuff? He can, he can dope. He can pay. Yeah, get into it. But he said one of the reasons why he started his stuff, one of the main reasons why he started his stuff, because he listening to me. He having conversation with me every single week. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, I quit. They was mad. <laughs> I was like, cool, you better get rich. Yeah, Not that he wasn't, because he he paid. Like, he takes care of his whole family. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's married with kids. I don't mean his I mean his. Yeah, he take care man. of his parents mm-hmm. and brothers and he told me a story today that's so true about like people's people's perception of money. Mm-hmm. So he was like his um I think he said he has a, a brother that has a, his niece. His niece wanted a scooter. Or his his brother wanted to buy his niece a scooter for like a birthday or something. Mm-hmm. And she's young. She might only like she might only be two or three or something. So it ain't like she needs like a crazy scooter. You know, just something to kick. Yeah, yeah. While they go on walks and stuff. And he was telling his brother, like, go get the um this hundred and fifty dollar scooter. He's like, I don't want to spend a hundred and fifty dollars on no scooter. I'm gonna get her one that costs like twenty, thirty bucks. And he's like, you go get the one that costs thirty dollars. It's going to be a thirty dollar scooter. Mm-hmm. 
a, a, a baby, a two or three year old, they're going to break it. Then you're just going to have to go get another $30 one. Mm. And then it's going to break. Then you're going to have to get another one. Or as you could have got the, the $150 one up front. He, his brother still didn't, didn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, man, I, I get it for her. Like that's my gift. I want my I want my niece with a nice scooter. So he just went and got it. And and with these conversations I was having with these few people today, they have the same. Most people have the same twisted concept of like how much stuff costs. Like they don't be thinking of what it costs them if they don't get the stuff. They think about what it costs them. Mm. I'm like, and people, people have absolutely no problem buying things that they cannot afford when it sets them back in life. As soon as it's something that's going to accelerate them in life and increase their income, impact and influence and grow their business and make them more money, then all of a sudden they start worrying about having the money in their bank account. Mm. But with all this stuff that sets you back in life, they're not worried about how much money's in their bank account. So like prime example, I'm talking to somebody today I'm telling them something that they should do that's going to, that, and I'm not exaggerating, bro. I'm telling them something that's going to, like, make them an extra twenty to fifty thousand dollars a month in the next thirty to ninety days. Mm -hmm. I can't afford it. I said, "Why can't you afford it? Because you don't have the money in your bank account right now." They said, "Yes." I said, "Do you have a car?" "Yes." "Do you have a car payment?" Yes. Did you have the money in your bank account when you bought your car? No. You did not hesitate to buy your car. All it is is adding a bill to you. Do you own a house? Yes. Did you have the money in your bank account when you bought your house? No. You still did not hesitate to buy the house. So why when I'm telling you something that you can do that's going to make you 20 to $50,000 a month in the next 30 to 90 days, you're saying that you don't have the money in your bank account. Hmm. It's like, back, it's it's backwards thinking, bro. Yeah. Everybody's been in a position where they bought something that they could not afford. Mm -hmm. That set them back in life and made life tougher for them. They don't find the ways to afford the things that are going to accelerate them. And that's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, the same individual, I was like, I was like, yo, this is what you need to do. You're sitting here. I gave him that same exact breakdown. You didn't have the money in your account when you had when you bought this. You didn't have the money in your account when you bought that. You still bought them, so don't worry about the money. I got funding partners that'll get you right. <sighs> I was like, all right, man, get off my phone, man. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, clearly, you don't want to do it and just BSing the whole time. Yeah, I'm like that. Don't that don't make sense. I'm talking to I'm talking to another guy today. His skill set, his skill set. He's he's making about uh, and people just think so small. So he was telling me one of his goals was to make an additional ten thousand dollars a month and get out of his. Uh, because he spends a lot of time doing his profession. So, you know, a lot of stuff that I teach, it's about making more while working less. Right. And getting your time back. So he does like a, 
uh, physical therapy type stuff and massages and mm. physical therapy type stuff. So he spends his time doing that, and he has mentees that he teaches one on one how to how to do that and start their own businesses, right? Mm. So I'm like, there's your business, and that's how you get your time back right there. He charges people three thousand dollars for his one on one mentorship. I'm like, man, you need to take that from one on one to one to many. Mm-hmm. And up the price. Because he these people, they leave his, they leave him and go make ten thousand dollars a month. Mm. Minimal. I'm like, bro. Yeah. yeah, he could triple he could he could triple his price. I'm like, that's that's your that's your that's your freedom right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. that that intellectual property. I'm like, why they why are y'all thinking of so much different? Different stuff. I'm like, you you sitting here and you got people making $120,000 a year. Up the price and make that a group thing and take it online. Mm. Yeah, you don't think these same people, you don't think these same people that's paying you $3,000 to do that won't, um, they want to know how to do, they want to know how to do what you do. Or or that's a course. You can sell that course to those same those same people that you're teaching one on one. You could sell them a course for the same price. Mm-hmm. He charged them three thousand dollars for one on one. He can charge them three thousand dollars for for a course. Did he say what the one on one looked like? Like, is it a lot of? I, I don't know. I, with him doing massages and stuff, I'm sure it's them watching him do stuff with his. His yeah. clients and patients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he could even do like a like a conference. I'm just saying, there's a lot of way. That's why I'm, I was telling him. I'm like, bro, that's a that's an easy turn up. Yeah, like easy. He he's making he's making all right money now. But I'm like, bro, you want to make an extra ten thousand dollars a month digitally? You thinking small, bro? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you gonna be making like, like a honey, mm-hmm. a honey bun. Like, let's ten x that. Like, like realistically, ten x that. Yeah. I'm like, you start making ten thousand a month like that. Easy, and then he'll be sitting like, why was like? Remember, you was like, why was that the goal? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why was but that I, but I just home? but I'm just like man I had I just have so many conversations with people and you know people are just reaching out messaging me and emailing me and DMing me and text messaging me like daily and I'm like why are y'all all thinking of stuff outside of what you know how mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. and if you don't and if you <clears throat> And if you need to go acquire, yeah, go acquire skills. But those skills can, those skills that you go and acquire can still be rooted back to what it is that you know how to do. Mm-hmm. So like I know sales and marketing. I can apply that to anything. That's why I'm able to help anybody with whatever it is that they got because it all comes down to sales and marketing. Right. But I've been into sales and marketing since college. Like college didn't teach me nothing about sales and marketing but that's that's what my major was in mm-hmm. 
professional sales with a marketing concentration. That's what my degree is in. When I when I picked my major, I walked to this this lady named Miss Terry. Never met my college advisor. Miss Terry got me straight. Shout out Miss Terry. <laughs> she said you got to pick a major. I always knew I was going to do something in business. I said business. She said that's too general. I said who make the most? She said marketing. I said marketing. <laughs> She said, that's too generous. Uh, niche it down. I said, who make the most in marketing? She said, sales. I said, sales. <laughs> that's how I picked my major. <laughs> bro, I'm about the money, bro. <laughs> I'm like... Hey, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, okay, which which one I got the most credits in? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how I picked my major. She said, "What's your major going to be?" I said, "Business." Nah, it's too general. Who make the most money in business? Marketing. Cool. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> no, you need to niche it down. If you, she said, uh, if you want to make money in it, you got to have like a a niche, like mm-hmm. sales. All right, cool. Which is the, in business, the salesman make the most. Like even in a. In a nine to five W two corporate, like the salespeople make the most. Mm-hmm. Outside, like the CEOs and stuff, because the salespeople they're drop, they're the ones making, right, the money. Yeah. yeah. But they they didn't teach me anything about really. They really didn't teach me nothing about marketing and sales. But I just knew that was the. That I knew that was the route to make money when I got down into the world. I got to sell something. Didn't know what I was going to be selling, but I'm like, I, I know I got to sell something. Mm-hmm. And then even when I got uh, in the workforce, I was looking for a job. I was looking for sales jobs. So I was looking, I wanted to get into pharmaceutical sales. I heard in the corporate world, they make good money. Mm-hmm. It was still sales. Mm-hmm. My homeboy... Um, he was in, he was either in Cincinnati or Columbus. He was in medical device sales at the time. He started off in pharmaceutical sales. I hit him up, my man Sammy. I was like, "Yo, Sammy, how do you get into, uh, how do you get on pharmaceutical sales?" He said, "You need some sales experience. You got some?" I was like, "Nah." He said, uh, "Go work for Enterprise Rental Car. They got a good management sales training program. It, it looks good on your resume." So I go work at Enterprise to sell stuff. To get sales, it's and was going hard. <laughs> yeah, but the whole point, the whole point of working there was because I was like, okay, I'm gonna work here, get this on my resume, and then go Transition. get a, a sales job at a pharmaceutical sales or something like that. Yeah, and then it was just the the job was the job was terrible and overworked, and you know the job was never to go. So I always wanted to work for myself. I was figuring out like what I wanted to do while I was working there. Mm. And it's like I had an idea, but I ain't had no time. I had time. My excuse was I didn't have time because I was working so much. So then I went and worked at a bank. Sales job. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't sell nothing for them, my job was to sell stuff. Right. Like you know, I was just mentally. And, and, and uh, products and stuff. Products, credit cards, loans, lines of credits. Stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they and that was they was ready to they was like oh man we got a rock star over here at our location because 
because because the enterprise they got this thing in enterprise i don't know what it's called now but at the time it was called the matrix mm. and i was always at the top of the matrix in my region like in out in my little region and then in houston and all surrounding i was always in like top ranking in the matrix mm. I'm like yo this place sanford kid they got a rock star over there at, at, at this location so then when I went to the bank and they saw my resume and saw my numbers and stuff, they're like, whoo, he going to make us a lot of money. Nope. No, I ain't. I'm, I'm just here to clock in and clock out. Y'all should have caught me a year ago. Uh, I'm not motivated to be nobody's employee. They missed that train. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just here collecting a paycheck till I, fig- till I figure out how to get, get my stuff rocking. Yeah. I just needed a job that works 40 hours and that's it. Not a minute more, not a half hour more, nothing. Man. So I can go home and work on my stuff. Did that enterprise, joint, was, coming from enterprise, did it, did it feel like you was working part-time now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I go from working 60, 60 plus hours a week to 40. What? Sun started to shine different. I, but the sun really started to shine different because I wasn't seeing the sun for real. Like, yeah, I would go, I was seeing the sun, like, going outside to check in cars and pull them around and wash them and stuff. But you go to work when it's dark, you get home when it's dark. Versus I'm going to the bank. I pull up, sun's out. I get off work, the sun's out. <laughs> I'm like, man, I get used to this. Ain't no overtime because what the overtime going to be? The bank closed. Exactly. And then you get every little holiday off. Enterprise only only the holidays we got off was Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. That's man, that's that's plantation dog. And and I was sitting there and I would take advantage of all them holidays. That's something else. I went on I went on uh, IG Live and I gave my followers like a little scolding. Cause, you know, Labor Day just passed. Mm-hmm. I go on live, I ask everybody, all right, who want to be an entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, who uh, who wants to be a successful entrepreneur? What are y'all's goals? They're saying, oh, I want to make a million. I want to make 10 million. I want to make 700,000. They're putting all their goals in the comments and stuff. I'm like, all right, who who worked on their business today on Labor Day? Mm-hmm. Crickets. Who worked on their business this holiday weekend? Crickets. Hmm. I'm like, y'all had a three-day weekend. A lot of free time, and you ain't work on your and you ain't work on your goals and your dreams and stuff that you say you want to do mm-hmm. over a three day holiday weekend. You lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm like you willing to, but you willing to go check right back in the next day and put in a minimum of forty hours building somebody else's dream. But when you got three free days, you don't even put in one hour on your stuff. Hey, right now, I'm riding horseback in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs, all six, seven, and eight-figure earners. The thing is, is that while we're here enjoying our life, we're all generating income right now because we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property. The problem is, is that you either have a gift and you don't know how to monetize it, or you don't know what your gift is. I want to help you tap into that gift to where it's you can make income while you're just living your life enjoying the fruits of your labor and making income literally 24 7. 
go ahead and tap in and join me at the top. It's crowded at the top. I was like, guess, guess what I was doing this Labor Day weekend, guys? Working. <laughs> I'm I'm working every day, bro. Mm -hmm. And even when I'm and even when I'm off, I'm on. Right. Like you know, right now I'm in my mama's crib. I've been in my mama's crib for over a week now, maybe a week and a half or so. Mm -hmm. The first week I've been at my mama's house, about six or seven days have been passed. She come down in the living room. She see me on my computer, and she was like, "You haven't turned the TV on this week yet." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I ain't noticed." Like, <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, you're always doing something." Mm. I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, you're." I'm like, "If I'm not working, I'm listening to a podcast. Mm. I'm listening to an ebook." I'm watching a I'm watching a, a interview. I'm looking at other people's ads and seeing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I just started running YouTube ads. I'm I'm on YouTube. I got YouTube Premium where I don't see ads. I I go on my other YouTube account, my personal YouTube account. Uh, they got the premium. I I'm starting to watch videos on my AdSenseo account now because I ain't got the premium on it. Just so I see the I see the ads come up. Every ad that come up, I'm watching the whole ad. Mm -hmm. It got two ads on there. The first ad, five and a half minutes. I'm watching the ad for five and a half minutes, and I'm watching the second one come, too. Mm -hmm. Studying. And I'm saving the ads, too. I got a I got a, a playlist of people's ads. Mm. Here's some free game, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever see, if you want to run YouTube ads and you want to get an idea for a creative, all that you have to do when the ad pops up, right-click the ad. It's going to, uh, a menu's going to come up. It's going to say stats for nerds. Click the stats for nerds. The first line is going to have a, a series of letters and numbers with a slash and another series of letters and numbers. Copy that first series of letters and numbers on the first line. And then just go up in your URL where it says youtube.com slash whatever, whatever, watch. It's going to say watch with a V and an equal sign. Delete everything after that equal sign and paste what you just copied into that equal sign. It'll take you to uh, it'll take you to the video of that ad. Then you can save it. Yeah, I ain't know that. That's live. A lot of people don't know. That's right. I give y'all the game. I give y'all the game. The right other people, right there. Uh, a lot of people going to be mad at me for that one. <laughs> a lot of people gonna be mad at me for that one. Nah, that's, a lot that's of people, live right there. A lot of people charging heavy racks for that one too. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that save a lot of money. Even on uh, I think I mentioned to you one time a tube sift. Remember, I, have you? Did you ever? Yeah, tube sift. Look into it. I, I'm familiar with it. I'm. I haven't really. Look that much into it, but I am familiar with it. Yeah, that joint like seventy a month, something like that. And they got it's it's it could be worth it if you know what to do with it. I, I would say, if you hey. if you're willing to actually tap into it and pro and probably more so get somebody to do it for you because it it takes a lot of time. Yeah, I may invest in that. I don't, I don't, I remember you telling me about it. <laughs> It's like about what popular videos are or something. Yeah, no, you can you can you can literally like 
search for like specific stuff in whatever your niche is, like what's what's trending, like in real time. You can see what uh, other people are, are running. You can see which videos um, people are putting certain ads in. Like you could you can see what video is being used the most in your niche to run ads mm. in and stuff. Like like it's they got a lot that they offer. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, I, I might stuff. check it out. I might it's, check it out. Uh, Sixty seven a month to be exact. <clears throat> you know I don't I don't care about what the stuff be costing. Yeah, I'm just, I just thinking out yeah. loud. Yeah, but so like I got a playlist of people's ads, mm. and come up if I think it's good. Well, first if it's somebody that I'm familiar with, I will right click it mm-hmm. just so I can so I can see what they doing. And outside of saving, I'm not just saving everybody's ad that comes up. Once I get it, and I can just see that unlisted video, mm-hmm. I, I see the view. I look at the views. Then I'll save it mm-hmm. to my plate. I'm like, oh, this is working. Right, right. This thing got two million views since since July. Yeah, I was I was just about to ask you. Oh what, yeah, this this it's working. I was just about to ask you what number makes you be like, okay, yeah. That just- it, it's it's not a number. It's it's like a number and a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if it got a lot of views within a short period of time. Okay, or if it's been running for a long period, a longer period of time, I'm like, well, they got it running for some reason. Mm-hmm. This this thing been running since it's September right now. This thing been running since March. Right. Okay, but, well, it, they run, they still running it for for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, let me study it or whatever. So, yeah, that's, that's fire right there. And and the thing with and the thing here's another thing too, when like how you were saying like the cost of the cost of the tube sift or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> people be people just, just I wish people would stop lying to themselves, bro, because they'd be like, oh yeah, when I get when I get to this level, I'm gonna start uh uh. No, I was saying people be lying to themselves because they be like, yeah, when I get to this level, when I start making this much money, then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna put this much into this and this much into marketing and this much into the business and this much into uh, self education and personal development. I'm like, no, you're not, because you're not doing it now. Right, exactly. You won't even spend the ninety nine cent it takes on your little video at to to make your content to remove the watermark. <laughs> I go look at the I go look at the people's pages. It got it got whatever the video is, and at the end of the video, it says video leap. In shot. I'm like, you won't even invest ninety nine cent in yourself to remove the watermark. Why you think all of a sudden you gonna get start making six figures, and then you gonna start start spending the ten and twenty thousand on this? You won't even spend ninety nine cent to remove the watermark. You won't even spend the two dollars ninety nine cent on the app to 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 uh, unlock all of the different transitions and and filters and stuff and transitions. Oh. You only even spend two dollars ninety nine cents so you can unlock all the cool stuff on the app. You just posting some stuff, then at the end of it, it's a video leap in shot. I'm like, what the? 
You're not doing it now. Oh yeah, yeah. When I become successful, I'm gonna get back to my hood. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, the hood gonna eat when I make it. You're not doing nothing now. Oh. You 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 being disrespectful to the homeless guy every day outside the corner store. Once you get once you get the bread, you are gonna start giving them money. <laughs> You see, you see that lady down the. You see that lady across the street. She's she's taking in her groceries by herself. You don't even offer to to help her take her groceries inside, hmm. or from the car to the door at least. Hmm. But then you're gonna get all this money. You're gonna help. You're gonna feed the hood. No, you're not. Oh yeah, when I get all this money, I'm gonna start tithing to the church, man. I'm gonna give back to the church. You don't tithe with what you got now. Hmm. No, you're not. Oh yeah, man. When I when I get when I get home, all I need to hit a lick. Oh, I need a I need to hit a lick for and for for whatever the reason, man. With us, mm. they always need an extra. If I just had extra ten thousand, <laughs> I don't know why that's the number. If I just had extra ten thousand, or if I man, if I hit me a hundred, I hit me a hundred. Oh yeah, girl. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be buying you this. I'm like, man, with your little money you got now, you want it? You don't even buy it. You don't even buy a flower. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you won't even you won't even buy the little thoughtful stuff that don't even you know that this is her favorite ice cream. You don't even stop at the store and and spend the six dollars on the on her favorite Hagen dyes. But also, you gonna hit a lick. You just gonna be showering <laughs> her with stuff, bro. You don't even spend six dollars on ice. You you saying man, six dollars for some ice cream? It's just little. I'm like, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. The B comes before the get. You gotta become the person before you you get the thing. Mm-hmm. People be thinking that they're gonna get the thing and then become the person. That's why they never get the thing. You gotta start doing it now. You wanna start making six figures? What is six figure you going to be doing? You gotta really travel there and see it, and then start doing it now. You want to make a million? What does what does millionaire you do? Visualize it, see it, then come back and start doing it now. Mm-hmm. And that's how you attract the stuff. I tell people I time travel. They look at me like I'm crazy, but it works, bro. Because mm-hmm. I, I I think I think time and a lot of this stuff is a belief system. It's what you choose to believe. Mm-hmm. I choose to believe that time's not real. So when I say time's not real, like it didn't, time didn't always exist. Like humans, we have a, a way of explaining things that we can't explain. We got to have a reason for everything. So right. some dude just made up time one day. Right. I choose to believe if time's just a made man construct and it doesn't exist, I feel like everything's happening on the same timeline at the same time. Mm-hmm. So 10-year-old me. 28-year-old me, present me, 60-year-old me, we're all existing right now. So I time travel. I really sit. I'll close my eyes and I'll go into the future. And I'll be like, is this like is this fly? Like, do I see, do I see myself living the life I want to live with this decision I'm about to make right now? And if I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's fly. I, I do it. Mm-hmm. If it's not, I'll be like, okay, I ain't doing it. And then I think about stuff I'm doing now, and then I go back to my younger self, 
to that kid that thought everything was possible because I still do. And I'll be like, what? Would he think that would he want to grow into this man that I am? I'll be like, oh, yeah. He'd be like, all right, it's dope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I call it time travel, I tell people, they'd be like, man, that's silly. I'm like, all right, we'll just keep sitting there. <laughs> at least it, at least I found something I believe in it. It seemed to, it seemed to work. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that's not nah, that's real, bro. And then, uh, yeah, nah, I, I believe in it a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And it's it's funny, like, cause people hear that and say it's silly and blah blah blah, but they real life got like research to back that. Like if you if you talk to a quantum physicist, there's some research out there that that'll that'll back a lot of what you just said and more. Yeah. And people don't know the the nerd side of me, bro. Uh, they just know I haven't been doing four. it. <laughs> I haven't been doing it late, but like maybe the month or two ago, I was a uh, I was looking into. Um, Physics. You ever heard of um, what's his name? Uh, something like Koku. Is it Michelle Koku? Mm -mm. Hold up, I got, I gotta, I gotta find his name because he's talking about type one civil, type zero, type ones, and type two civilizations and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. My fault if I'm pronouncing your name. But uh, Machal Kaku, it's spelled M I C H, M I C H I O. His last name's K A K U. Okay. I just call him. That I just say Kaku. I know Kaku, but I'm like, is it Machal or Macau? Machal. You said it's C uh -huh. C what? M I C H I O. O C H I O. I feel like it's pronounced Macau. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's tricky. I don't, I don't feel like it. I I don't feel like that ch would have the ch sound yeah. like in English because he's he's Asian. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, at the first rip, I didn't hear the h, so I was thinking like Italian. Anyways, Macau Kaku, he got a it's it's a nerd out type stuff, but there's type there's type zero and type one, type two civilizations, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's like uh, a type one civilization is a civilization that that gets their power from itself. A type zero civilization is somebody that gets their power from um, that gets their power from like an outside source. Mm -hmm. No, whatever it is. It, it it got something that I don't want to get into because my podcast ain't about no nerdy physicist shit <laughs> anyways. And I don't want to be talking about this stuff that I don't really know like that. So the one the one guy that happens to watch my stuff that know this stuff, he, man, he's so wrong. He doesn't know what he's, he's talking phony, about. The big fat phony. <laughs> but anyways, it's interesting if you just look into it because it's like, uh, as far as the future of the earth and if we do get into the space travel and leaving the different stuff, the different planets, we'll have to find these different type of civilizations and stuff. Mm. And Earth 
Earth hasn't even transitioned into type zero yet. Hmm. Yeah, so, I'm gonna check it out because that's that's up my alley. That's up my alley I, right there. Rest in peace, of Nip Hustle, TMC. I learned about uh, him from Nip. Mm. Yeah, this was stuff Nip was uh, researching yeah. and looking into. Like a lot of people don't know, Nipsey was into astrology. Well, not astrology. I don't know astrology as far as like the stars and the like the the weirdo stuff. Oh, you're a Sagittarius. Oh, you're a... <laughs> not like, but he was into um, like the cosmos, like outer space, yeah, mm-hmm. space and rockets and and all that stuff. So you can see there's a there's a, a sit down Gary V had with Nip in the studio. And it like was talking about him there, and that's when I first he first got on my radar because I'm like, who's this? Because mm-hmm. he was talking about what music was like then, and I can see it, I can see it happening now too. Um, Nick was saying that um, Chao Kaku, he was talking about the type zero one civilization and stuff, and that's when I started to look into it years ago and started to revisit it a few months ago. And he was saying the state of music at the time. Mm. That's why, like, Nick was saying that's why Drake is, like, the number one guy. Because Drake, like, the world's so negative, and it's like the, the music was trying to combat, like, mm. the, the mm. tone of stuff right now. Mm. And I can see I can see the same thing happening right now. Because it's like, say the top, say that all the, the, the top people, say all the music that's recently dropped with Drake starting it off, Dance music. Mm. I think of think of what the think what the culture is right now musically, and the music always affects us. Like it's like right. drills, like mm-hmm. the the most popping most popping shit. Yeah. So you got all this drill music. You got all this murder music. You got everybody out here um, taking drugs and stuff, and then you got Drake dance music. <laughs> I've been on that joint heavy lately. I ain't even gonna lie. Then you got then you got Beyonce dance music. Mm-hmm. Then you got then you got um then you got um Kendrick self reflective figure out mm-hmm. you know therapy music. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, there's a, with Drake, Beyonce, and then Kendrick, like back to back to back with the type of music that they're doing. It's like, mm-hmm. when you when you look up, look into the stuff, it makes sense on like, okay, it's like the music trying to combat like the, the like, other stuff. And it, yeah. it come down to some physics type stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Because I'm like it. It ain't. It ain't by chance. It ain't by chance that ever, the biggest in music is making the type of music that they're right. making right now. Right. Kanye gospel. Do you think they're aware of it, or or is that just what's speaking to their spirit right now? I don't even think. I don't know if they're personally aware of it. But I, 
if anybody's aware of it, Kendrick. <laughs> but uh, I, I really think it's just it's just the the world mm-hmm. is like the world call is calling for it. Mm-hmm. Like who? I ain't even been. I ain't even been up on music like that. But who else is like dropping lately? Like who's the biggest? Well, you know, Khaled just dropped. That's the reason. God did. That's the recent big drop, man. Well, I haven't heard I haven't heard Khaled's album outside of the the one song Ho did, but even just the messaging of that God did. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it, it's like all the biggest. They all on a different type of tip from what everything is doing right now. Right. And I'm even using that for myself. I'm like, everybody's doing it. I'm like, okay, I want to be, I want to be the biggest. Mm-hmm. They all doing that. Okay, let me look at this. Let me use that as a blueprint. The mm-hmm. biggest be doing it. Uh, 180 from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah. Nah. Yeah, I ain't, uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting, bro. Cause I I don't think that they're aware of it. I think that's just what is speaking to their heart and their spirit right now, and it's coming from God, coming the, from the, the world. world. You know what I'm saying? The, the and physics and physics. Yeah, I was I was about to say the powers that be, and not those powers that be, but the powers yeah. that you know. And all those people are at a point of freedom where they can create what they actually want to create. Like a lot of people don't like Drake's album, but I'm like, this, this is the. When I first heard Drake's joint, I was like, this is, this is the freest Drake I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. That's why he titled it "Honestly, Nevermind." Mm-hmm. Like this is what I've been wanting to do for forever. Man. <laughs> you can tell. The album. And he's at a point, but he's at a point. He he's a he's a billionaire, basically a billionaire, mm-hmm. and he's like. Man, I'm it. I'm dropping this because this is the first time that Drake's dropped something where you can't, where you can tell in the music he's not trying to please both sides. Right. Because you know somebody like me or Drake, I'll be like, man, I wish he would just drop just. (laughs) I I wish I could just have one album where he just rapping. Yeah. I mean, like rapping, rapping, like where he the boy. Yeah, like four a.m. in Neverland. I want a bunch of PMs. I want a bunch of PMs and AMs. I want a bunch of PMs, AMs, intros, and outros. Yeah. And then I also want the, and then I do enjoy Drake R&B. I, but then you got the other fans, include myself too. Man, I wish he would just drop an R&B album. Mm-hmm. Scorpion, he attempted to do it, but it was like, man, if you but if you just had a soul focus on this. Or so focus on that. That's what I want, and it's like this is the first one where he was like, "Man, I'm free. I'm a billionaire. Can't nobody tell me whatever. They need me more than I need them. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna drop this, and you going and you gonna make your money off of it. I'm gonna make my money off of it, and everybody gonna say it ain't hot as soon as it dropped, like they do on literally." Every single one of my albums. Mm-hmm. 
So honestly, never mind. Because you know all Drake stuff, when it first drops, you're going to have a large large percentage of people that ain't rocking with it. Then yeah. three weeks later, a month later, yeah. they're going to be rocking with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that whole album, he only rap on what, two songs? Yeah, the Sticky and 21. 21 Savage joint. What is what is it called? Jimmy? Jimmy something. Yeah. Jimmy Cooks or something. Yeah, yeah. And that was supposed to be on uh, 21's album. Yeah, I can tell. I can hear I heard 21 say that. He was like, nah, it's he's like, I, I, I told Drake he need to put that on that because it's gonna stand out. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as big. It wouldn't have been as big on Mm-mm. on Twenty Ones. I love Twenty One. He, I think he might be the best feature in rap. <laughs> For real. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. If I had something, I just wanted it to be hard. I'm like, man, I need Twenty One on this joint. Twenty One on there. Twenty One. He the best feature. Hey, I want to see what back. I want to see what little baby got. Oh yeah, I watched his doctor the other night. Oh, he got doc out. Yeah, I got some. It, it did justice for me. It it did what it was supposed to be as far as just sparking some some inspiration. Yeah, I heard a um because a, a freestyler here is a funk flex joint. I know it was like fairly old. Like it wasn't nothing. I don't think it was nothing recent, but whenever it was, I was like, he going in. <laughs> baby, baby can rap, and baby, baby rides. Baby catches the pockets of the beat different than anybody yeah. else, bro. Yeah, I was like, he going in on this joint, bro. You should watch it, Doc. Cause, cause outside of outside of Baby being, I know he's not quote unquote new, but out of from the newer guys, he's my favorite one. Outside of the music, I just like the way he moves, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he moves like he. What the old head say? Uh, you been here before. Mm-hmm. You can t- he like one of them. You been here before. Like for him to be his age, if I had to guess, maybe probably what, 27, 26? Yeah, so. Probably between 26 and 28. Mm-hmm. How old is Lil Baby? Lil Baby is 27 years old. Mm. He 27? For him to move how he moves at 27, he he maneuver from what I can see from the outside looking in, he he maneuvers like a like a 48-year-old. Man. As far as just what I can see, certain principles he got and just certain way he certain the fandom of me, I know a little different stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like I saw something. This one guy, I be forgetting his name, but he's like a, he's an R and B singer. I'm I'm sure I could be wrong, but from my knowledge, I'm I'm pretty sure he's more known for his like him as a personality than his music. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard a song of him, but I know what he looked like. I think his name Osiris something. The name Why something man. Osiris. Yeah. If you see him, if you see him, you gonna know what he. If you see him, you are gonna be like, oh, that dude. Mm-hmm. Like you gonna know who the dude is, but you ain't oh, gonna know uh, the song. Uh, uh, he young. He be hanging out with Drake. 
The young boy. Yeah, yeah. and he always be owing somebody money. Yeah, yeah. Like, I he guess. always be losing in bets and stuff. Yeah. Just one thing that I like, that one thing I was just like, man, look, I like how little baby moved. He owed him some money. The dude owed baby some money. Mm-hmm. They in a they in a jewelry store, baby trying on some some jewelry and stuff, looking at himself in the mirror. And he said, Yo, Cyrus, you got that? I think it was on like two, three thousand, some mm-hmm. three, four thousand. He's like, Yo, you got that, you got them three rats you owe me? At first they talking, but as soon as baby was like, Yo, yo, you got them three rats you owe me? Then all of a sudden, dude, and I hate when dudes do it. He started laughing all hard and, and touching them. And, oh, man, you so rich. You don't need that much. Man, you worry about that little three rat, bro. You worry about that. And he was like, man, you funny, bro. And baby was like, I'm dead serious. Like, he wasn't laughing, smiling. Nothing. He was just still putting on a jury, looking at himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, I'm dead serious. You got that? You got them three racks? He's like, oh man, you so rich, man. You ain't worried about that little three rat, man. You ask me about that three rat. He's like, and you can tell, baby, see, he's like, he's like, man, I know this rap stuff go up and down. He's like, if you hurt right now, that's cool. Hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, just, just give me later. He's like, nah, man, you try to call me out, blah, blah, blah. And basically, because this is stuff like I would do. He was, he basically, baby was like, Nah, he's like, how long you? How long ago you? You owe me that. Say, dude, been owing it to him for six, seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't asked you one time. I see you. This is my first time seeing you since then. So I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. Somebody owe me money. I ain't about to be calling you all the time for the stuff. I see you. I'm gonna ask you about it. Right. Maybe you ain't got. It. You ain't got. It. I was like, man, that's some that's some stuff like I was taught mm-hmm. to do. From older dudes, like mm-hmm. I ain't about to be calling your phone, bro. You, you owe me the money. You owe me. The, hey, man, you got my money. You got my. When I see you, I'm gonna bring it up and I'm gonna just ask you. You know, you got you got my money. You got that bread. And I ain't gonna make no thing about it because I don't. I've also learned if you let somebody borrow money, just be prepared to give it to them. Right. Right. I. Ain't, but just little, just little stuff. I'd be like, man, I like baby, bro. He moved like he got an old, he got an old spirit. Yeah, I, I rock with baby. What's what's the Netflix, the documentary on? Prime. I was about to hit you up for your for your uh, <laughs> for your password. Oh. <laughs> I just got the, I got the thirty day free trial and canceled it as soon as I signed up. <laughs> Yeah, that's the smart way to do it. I, it's it's crazy what I'm willing to pay for that I won't pay for. Is is this a real thing, bro? It's that's that's really every everybody. Like the whole pod was talking about that <laughs> pretty much. Like, but 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 that but I'm willing to go all in on on the stuff that's gonna make me the money. Yeah, that yeah. night they go all in on everything else. Yeah. But but it's and the that's same not, thing though. It's what they willing to pay for versus what they not. No, but you can't. But you can't sit there and say that you that you have these goals and not be willing to put the money behind it. Yeah. You're, you're lying. You don't. Yeah. But one of the dumbest things I ever hear people say too, and I've even heard you say it. So what did I say? Well, I haven't heard you say it. I've heard you inquire about it. Let's be like, man, that's that's cold. Like thinking that's like a positive thing. What? I saw um 
I saw him 500, shout out to him. I saw him 500 post a post that said, uh, it was talking about entrepreneurs bragging off of making a million dollars with no ad spend. He's like, good job, dummies. You could have made 10. Oh. And I remember in the past, I've talked to you about certain people and certain numbers people were doing without any ads. And he's like, that's what I got to figure out how to do it without that. Like, why would you want to not have paid advertising behind the stuff? You're just going to drastically increase your income. Like, why do so many people have that? It's like, the, let me figure out how to do it without spending no money. No, I think, I think, um, if I, I remember a, a, a exact conversation I was telling you about a particular woman. She was making this much money without no ads. And he was like, man, that's that's what it is right there. Like, how you do it without no ads, man? I mean I'm like, why? If she if she making if she making a million dollars with no ads being if she was spending some some money in advertising, she would be making ten to fifteen million. Yeah, possibly. But No, not possibly. Like would be. But I'm but I no, but I think I think you took my reaction to like to to heart of it being like, oh no, nah, that's the only way. Like, no, nah, I, I I believe in being able to find a way to get it under all conditions. You know what I'm saying? No, ain't under ain't under no all conditions. Pay for marketing. I know everybody but, you see pays for marketing. Every brand that why do you know that that sure microphone exists? Of of course, but I'm saying like, let's say I'll just use you for an example. If if Facebook ads is 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 effing with you, and and as you figuring that out or whatever, if you still got the the uh, proof of concept on still getting to the like you know a, a, a nice bag without it, it's still good to know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's good to have the information. Like oh yeah, it's dope. Yeah, but instead of instead of that, all I thought about was okay. I need to be on more channels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if if anybody making money without without no marketing, without no paid marketing, I'm like, you just leaving money on the table. Like it don't make sense. Like what's the and and there's a lot of people out here like, oh yeah, man, I'm. Man, I made six figures. No ad. Them dudes running ads. I made I made a hundred thousand without no ad. I'm like, good job. Should have made a million. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. And and that's like from day one. That's something that I even even in my first business of real estate. That's something that I understood. I wasn't out here. I wasn't out here saying uh, I'm gonna find a deal with no marketing. I was spending my money on marketing. Mm-hmm. The only difference between me and people that weren't getting deals that I was getting was they was out here not spending no money on marketing mm. and then happening to find a deal when they do find a deal. And the only difference between the people that was getting more deals than me was that they were spending more money on marketing for deal flow. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the, that's, that's where it begins marketing. That's a, that's the lifeline of any business. Mm-hmm. Even even just say you as far as a videographer, um, take everything else that you do out of. I'm just talking about videography. Mm-hmm. You know how many more possible leads you would get if you paid for advertise to advertise your videography services. You know how many how many book calls you would have per day to close clients and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
versus, versus word of mouth. Referrals, yeah. Because I'm sure that uh, I'm sure on that side of it, that's I would assume that's like the lifeline of the business referrals. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm like that ain't a that that ain't a consistent thing versus you can be on the lower end, pay twenty dollars a day or something on some ads, mm-hmm. and just be popping up on people's stuff, and it could not be a book of uh, it could even just be something for traffic, or um, the conversion could be book a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I could I could throw my reel. I could run my reel as an ad, like a clip from the reel. Hey, I'm just saying whatever it is people doing, you would you would do more of it if more people knew that you did it. Right. That's that's people's that's people's main problem as far as generating revenue. People don't know. People don't know. Mm-hmm. And people think that they just gonna sit there and and post on a page with. 127 followers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. The page ain't grow how it grew. Or again, I, I paid to put myself in front of people. Yeah. I just started a TikTok a few days ago. That ain't going to have to put some money into that. Mm-hmm. I just I just set up my stuff and put the card on it today, this morning. Mm-hmm. I got I got Oh, just got a new follower. <laughs> I was supposed to. Oh, uh, I got. Do my I got seventy. Today. I got seventy followers on TikTok. Whoop <laughs> Seventy. But but the stuff is people be like. That's why I'm gonna tell people everything starts at zero. Mm-hmm. I have seventy followers on TikTok right now. Think it's gonna stay at seventy? I'm willing to. I'm willing to bet my money it won't. Right. I only got. I got. I got. Uh. I got. Hold up. I got one thousand. And seven hundred followers, subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Think it's gonna stay at one thousand seven hundred? Like everything got to start at zero. But people be thinking like they'll see they'll see the person with a lot of followers and think that there's something different between them and that person. Right. All right, just regular people that started an account with zero, just like just like you did. Mm-hmm. And put a little time, put a little effort into it. A lot of them put their money where their mouth is. Like I, I said, the heart's attached to the pocketbook. What do you care about? Mm-hmm. I care about my business. And I care about increasing my income, my impact and influence, and they're all going to come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I care about I care about increasing other people's income and impact, but I know I have to increase mine for them to tap in to believe me. Right. Yeah, you know. So I'll put the money. I'll put the money behind you. You know, old buddy who be doing the joint with his hands, like he mm-hmm. posted 
before he even started getting any real traction, he posted for a whole like month straight, month and a half straight, with nobody rocking with his videos. Dang. What I am seeing about TikTok though is the I only have seventy followers, but every video has uh five hundred views. 266 views, 1,283 views, mm -hmm. 341. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I'm looking at other people that got more more followers than me. And they, they don't have a video that got 1,000 views. Yeah. I'm like, my third post got. And then I guess before I even posted, I think I had like around 40 followers. I guess just people just do me from other platforms and mm -hmm. saw I had an account over there. So in a few days, uh, 30 something, 40 people follow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will get discouraged on that. Especially when you have a large following on another platform. Right. A lot of people would think that would translate, but I'm like, no. I'm gonna. It's gonna be different people tapped in. Even the people that's tapped into YouTube, it's gonna be different people that's tapped into the Instagram, and it's gonna be different people that's tapped into the to the TikTok. Hmm. People think that people are gonna come from every single platform. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. And it actually like works works in in your benefit, I believe. Yeah. Cause it's like think. It's like, dang, some people know, um, um, dang, who was it? I just, ah, I got the perfect example, bro. It just, I just left. Just left just like that. Bye-bye. Perfect, perfect <laughs> example, too. Bye-bye. I lost it, bro. You lost it. <laughs> it looks, but as but as you hit the record, turn it off. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but just but it's but it's no different. It's no different than there's certain people that that only know Rihanna that know Rihanna for music. Mm -hmm. There's other people that know Rihanna from acting. There's other people that know Rihanna for Fenty. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those same people don't translate to everything right i'm not rihanna for music i'm not tapping into the to the fancy stuff i'm not rihanna for that movie where she was on the boat with the guns about <laughs> <laughs> no, battleship <laughs> whatever it, whatever it was yeah. some people know the rock for wrestling some people know the rock for movies some people know the rock for you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's like different, so people get discouraged by different stuff because they can, they have traction over here on this side of it, and then they start something new over here and they don't have no traction from it, or they go announce it to people over here. A lot of them people over here don't even have that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people on Instagram don't even have TikTok. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if they do, they'll be like, oh, I'll follow you on here. 
Why I need to why I need to follow you over? Right. Or, over there. Or even with even with YouTube, like some people might be like, I don't have time to to digest a hour or two hour pod. I'm cool with the clip. Majority of the YouTube channels I'm subscribed to, I don't follow them on Instagram. Mm. The only ones I can think of off the top of my head that I follow on Instagram is Hormozy. Hormozy and Myron. I follow Myron. Myron. <clears throat> Neo. See, I ain't subscribed to Neo. Like, uh, he's not active on there. Um, Social Proof. Oh yeah, for sure. EYL. But I'm subscribed to a lot of people. So like, uh, like um, Grant. Cardone. Yeah. But that's just a handful of people because I'm subscribed to I'm subscribed to some some different people. So like if I Valuetainment, you familiar with Valuetainment? Mm -mm. I think it's called Valuetainment. Yeah, Valuetainment. I don't follow I don't follow that dude on Instagram. any other platform. I don't follow him on Instagram. I don't follow um I don't follow Graham Stephan on Instagram. I don't follow uh But you you get what I'm saying, yeah, bro. Like it's it's certain people I don't I don't follow. Mm. I'm subscribed to JJ Reddick. Mm. I don't follow I don't follow JJ Reddick on no other stuff. I'm yeah. I listen to his I watch his podcast on YouTube. I don't even follow Budden. You don't follow who? I don't follow Budden. I don't either. No, I don't follow Joe. I don't follow Budden. I don't follow Ish Ice. When it was <laughs> Roaring Mall, I ain't followed yeah. him. Like, mm -hmm. So that's a prime example, too, of like these people that's tapped in here may not be tapped into the YouTube. These people might, these people that like my short form content might not want to sit there and, and hear me talk for an hour. Right. Then it's people that sitting there and getting for an hour. They're a different type of person because they like man. They they get the value of all it because I really be dropping some some gems, bro. Mm -hmm. I know I may talk about some different shit sometimes, but stick it out with me. You gonna get something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, and then the so I'm like it, it's the it's the same exact thing because some what what I go to Trader Joe's for. You going to Trader Joe's for some different stuff, but he's about, and my mama going for some different stuff. My mama getting getting a bunch of cauliflower pizzas. <laughs> we got three boxes of them joints in the freezer right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm getting the movie theater popcorn and some green dragon sauce and some shrimp burgers. Mm -hmm. With some brioche buns. That's you know what I'm saying you you going and getting I don't know I feel like you get sausage <laughs> you, you getting you get you getting, <laughs> you getting chicken you getting chicken sausage yeah I'm getting I'm getting a spicy chicken sausage I'm getting I knew it I'm getting I some fruit <laughs> and I'm I'm getting some of the popcorn too and I'm getting a uh 
Well, they ain't got it no more, but I used to get a bottle of their tequila. Because it was it was nice for, but they ain't got it no well, more. You know why where, where I live at, you they don't sell liquor in Trader Joe's. Oh, for real? Damn. Texas, bro. But it's a it's a grocery store though. They don't sell liquor in the grocery store. Bro, I'm not out of touch. I thought the grocery store had liquor. You you lived in Houston your whole life. When you ever went to the grocery store and got liquor? True. It's only the only the sauce. Yeah, they got wine. They got yeah. wine, beer, and champagne. Right. Yeah, that's real. That's true. Yeah, nah. Trader Joe's be stocked. Whatever. So it's like here, Trader Joe's. You could go get some wine, some champagne. Beer. Some brews, yeah. Yeah, the Trader Joe's got a good IPA I rock with. Right, but we about, to, we about to wrap this up, man. Hey, but before I wrap it up, bro, I, I just want to tell this story because I'm starting to do something. And I forgot that I did it until the other night I was playing. Um, you know how you have dreams? You know, we dream like every night, mm-hmm. but we don't, re- we don't be remembering them. Right. I had this crazy dream a couple weeks ago, and I woke up at my sleep and immediately grabbed my phone and started to like do a voice note about it. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying, as I was saying the dream, I started to forget it. Like it was, I was forgetting it fast. Mm. But now it's like, as I said it and I listened back to it, and then I. I then I told my mama and I said it again. Like I re- I'm remember I remembered it mm. again. I'm like, I'm gonna start doing that. Like if it's a crazy dream, as soon as I'm able, I'm gonna voice note. Because uh, if you cause if you hear what I'm saying, bro, I ain't gonna play the whole thing because it's like five minutes long. But yeah. just just listen. You can t- you can hear the I just had a dream that I was in a game. Like you can hear, I'm like disoriented and like, bro. I gotta tell you a story real quick because because it, it's so, the dream is so. The dream like got a message of what life is like and what my life is like, and I was like, that's crazy that the dream like, mm. I could equate it to, to real life, mm. and it was the craziest, like it was the weirdest, craziest, randomest. Yeah dream but they got a message right <laughs> so it's like it's like everybody it's like two teams like all these people a lot of people and we're fighting against each other it's like a game like who's gonna win mm. and it's fair it's a fair game at first everybody's just fighting with their hands you punching people you see this person over here wrestling mm. you see somebody else on the ground biting some dude like it's fair mm. and then it's like out the blue some horn came on and then they just gave the other team all these weapons. Mm. Like they had all kinds of weapons. And it, it wasn't like they had guns and stuff, but they had like big old spears. Mm. They had like axes and swords and shields and those machines that be on the uh on them old school movies that got all them arrows in it that shoot at mm-hmm. one time and they like mm-hmm. come up and yeah, the epic come stuff. down. Yeah. They had all that stuff, bro. It was no it was no way that my team could win. There was absolutely no way we got these, right? 
And and the random part, this is already random, but the random random part is when we fighting heads up. I look to I look to my side. Guess who's on my team? Iverson. <laughs> like I got Chuck Bubba Chuck on my team. Yeah, let's go, boy. All right. So they, it's it's fair. Then they get all these weapons, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happened was somehow I ended up on a ship. And you're on a ship in your, and it's like private. Nobody sees that you had a decision. You didn't have to play the game. Mm-hmm. But once you got in your private section of the ship, you got to choose if you wanted to play. You wanted to continue or you could quit and mm-hmm. just quit. I can't remember everything, but whatever it was, it felt like it was the wrong answer to quit. Like you felt like you had to play mm-hmm. the game. Like, whatever was going on, it's like, this is the right decision. This is the 100% right decision. Don't let everybody down. This is what you're supposed to do. And this is, like, what everybody's going to choose mm-hmm. to play this game and go get slaughtered. Because there's no way that you can win the game, bro. There's no way, right? Yeah. I mess around. I'm like, dang. I don't want to let everybody down, but I'm really going to slaughter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I say, nah, I ain't, I ain't playing. And I jump off the shit. And then I'm like feeling bad about myself. And I'm like in a little locker room area or whatever behind the scenes. And I hear somebody walking down the hallway. And I poke my head out. And it's Iverson. And I said, Chuck. I said, man. And I ran up to him. I gave him a hug. I was like, man. Chuck, man, for y'all don't know Iverson's nickname, Bubba Chuck. So I'm like, yo, Chuck, man. I was like, man. I'm glad. See, bro, you won? How did you get out of there? He said, hell no, I ain't play that game. (laughs) He said, hell no, I ain't play that game. And I said, you didn't either. I was like, yeah. He was like, I know if ain't nobody. Me and Iverson was the only two people that didn't play. Mm -hmm. Everybody else chose to play and go to slaughter. And Iverson was like, yeah, I know. I was like, as soon as I said I ain't playing, he's like, I know I'm going to see Blake back here. I know he ain't playing. I was like, how you knew that, bro? He said, because you a nigga like me. Mm. And I was like, all right. And then we got that up, obviously. <laughs> I went to like the Coliseum bleachers and I sat with my family, my mom and my daddy, and then it, that's all I remember. But in the but in the voice note though, if I fast forward though, oh, let me find it. And sat with my parents and my and that chuck up. That's equivalent of that shit to what I'm doing now. Listen to this, right? They they forcing us to play a game that we can't win, bro. They forcing us to play a game that we cannot win, and I refuse to play it. I leave. And I'm gonna play my own fucking game. And I pass back out because I'm like, even in that waking up in the middle of the night and just sounding crazy. Because if you hear the whole five, five and a half minutes, I sound crazy, bro. Because <laughs> I'm like trying to remember. Yeah. And I'm like disorienting and just woke up and just talking. Like I'm saying stuff that don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying sentences that ain't even sentences. It's like, what? But even I even caught myself down. I was like, man, I'm. I'm I'm that equates to life because in the dream and in the game, they was forcing us to play a game that we you just cannot win. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the wrong decision was to not play the game. 
Like you felt like you was mm-hmm. doing something wrong mm-hmm. if you chose not to play. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was saying at the end of that, I was like, man, they forcing us to play a game that we mm-hmm. that we can't that we can't win. And I and I and I did the same thing. Like in reality, like I'm not playing this, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't win. But so many people they feel like it's the right decision, and you feel wrong mm-hmm. if you make the decision to not play. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going out to slaughter, man. Me and Iverson saw we couldn't win. <laughs> we saw we couldn't win, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, that's deep right there, bro. And we was the only two because our team, bro, it was like a, it was like a sea of people. Like it was like mm-hmm. a bunch of people, and we the only two that was like, nah, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't playing, bro. And when, and was, when like, was that? A few nah. nights ago. Nah, this was this was like this was August nineteenth. I don't know why I was thinking of it, but I was like, bro, you can't. Yeah, don't don't play no game that you can't win. Hmm. Any game that I play, the odds are stacked in my favor. It don't make sense to play it to lose, hmm. knowing you're going to lose. Right, right. Why play? And that's even, that's even on how I gamble. I don't really gamble because I used to gamble a lot back in the day, right? Hmm. But when I do gamble with certain people that know that, I'll be like, nah, I don't gamble. Or if I gamble, it'd be like friendly stuff or embarrassing stuff where I can record you doing some bunny hops or push-ups yeah, or something. Yeah. I was even telling him, I was like, man, back in the day, when I did gamble for real, for real, most of the time, I wouldn't be gambling because I know I'm I know I'm a win. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it ain't it ain't gambling when you know you're gonna win. Or even the friendly stuff. Say like when I hoop and after the workout, we're gonna have a shooting competition from like half court. Who whoever make the most or whatever, whoever lose, you owe a hundred push-ups. Mm-hmm. It's it's a win-win situation for them. They don't know that I shot them shots every single day. They just jumpers, they were just shots to me. Right, right. Whereas they I'm just shooting. They don't know that I practice that every day, and they don't know that regardless, after this workout, I'm doing 100 push-ups. Right. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be shooting these shots anyways right now, and right after this, (laughs) I'm going to be doing the 100 push-ups. Yeah. So, and most of the time, I would win the shooting contest, but regardless, I'm doing... I'm doing both of these anyways. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> like, win, win, for real. Yeah. So, and then I'm like, I'm like with this business, so I look at it as a win, win, because it's like I'm either gonna make some money, or I'm gonna figure out a way to not make the money, so I don't do that again. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, either way, it's a win, win. Right. And then it's crowded. Then I then I just go and tell the tell the people the information so you can make a right instead of a left because I made the left for you. Right. Come back and be like, nah, bro, do that. But that's how we gonna wrap it up, y'all. Don't play a game that you can't win.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.